Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, privately owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission has been to formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie has also created clean protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. Often sharing my conversation with feline expert Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. The festival premieres every fall in New York City and then travels to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations with the support of Dr. Elsie's. This is a really special show for me because it makes me feel like the wonderful old days when I was live on Sirius with Cat Chat, and people would call in from all over the country. And I got an email from Diane in New Richmond, Ohio, and she wrote to me with quite a complex situation. And Diane, welcome to the show, and thank you for having the courage both to write to me about your problem, but also to be willing to talk about it, because I know... It makes a person feel anxious. Oh my God, I'm on the radio. I might not, I might say the wrong thing or the right thing or too many things. So, the reason that I want to help you in this way, as true for many people with cat problems, is because there's all kinds of questions that, as an expert, I need to ask. And next week, a true feline behaviorist, you know, board certified Dr. Michael Delgado, who's my co-host on the show, she and I will discuss the exact same problems you're having with Allie. But what I also want to do is is have people understand that you guys can write to me anytime at Radio Pet Lady at Gmail, like Diane did, and I'll answer you in an email, or maybe you'll come on the show like this. Diane, how did you how did you get my email address, or how did you learn about the show? Just so I get a sense of how we connected. Yeah, I get, um, I think I'm uh, like on your email list or something. Wonderful. Yep. And I thought, I was just at like my last straw, and I thought, oh, Good girl. (laughs) Good for you. What the heck? What's the worst that can happen, you know? So the other thing I want to say about this problem, which is a really gnarly problem that Diane's been having with Allie, and this happened a lot on Cat Chat when it was live on Sirius, is that somebody would call with a problem and I'd say, oh, my God, your cat's pooping on your kitchen table. This is terrible. How long has this been happening? And And often people would have the situation you do, Diane, two years. So, you know, I just want to say to all you cat owners out there, you guys put up with some of the most gross, difficult, stressful (laughs) problems, and you never give up on your cats. But please don't wait that long to get help, okay? For your sake and for the cat's sake. So you guys write to me at Radio Pet Lady at Gmail. You can book a consultation with Dr. Michael Delgado, but they're really booked up. So I'm more available, and I'm passionate about helping people with their cat problems. So I'm just going to recap what you said in your email. And then I'll ask you questions. You adopted her from the local rescue two years ago. Now, you already had four other cats, right, Diane? Yes. Yeah. How did you make the introduction? How did you bring Allie into the household? Yeah. First of all, I put her in like a a cage 
you know, and kept her, you know, where she that they could go by and you know, kind of, uh, she was separated from them, but they, she was in like a you know like a dog cage, and they could see her and she could see them. You know, so there was, you know, it's not direct interaction. but Okay, so so one of the things I'm going to say about this problem, and one of your cats is a fighter, and with that many cats, there will be one. Often there is one. Is that that's not the right way to introduce cats. And you you tried your best. You thought, okay, I won't just dump her in the middle of the living room and go make a cup of tea. However, (laughs) cats, that cat was trapped. You thought, oh, well, I'm keeping her safe by putting her in this dog crate. The cat was as trapped as if we were a little little creature in the corner and monsters were going by every day and we could not escape and there was no way to get away. So she was in a state of complete terror because she was seeing and smelling and hearing all these new things, including four cats, which is a lot, and she couldn't escape. They were free. But she wasn't. So the way that we recommend doing, and and by the way, one of the things that often can help, although it's time consuming, is you have to reintroduce the cats from the beginning. And that may or may not be what Dr. Michael thinks should happen here. But that is something people can do when they've made a bad beginning with all the best intentions, no criticism intended. But it's the wrong, it doesn't work for the way a cat lives. A cat is a prey animal. And yeah. so they're terrified or stressed or worried or in danger yeah. in their hardwiring, right? So yeah. what should have happened was that she should have been put in her own room, not a cage, yeah. with the door shut and okay. no interaction with the other cats until she settled in and felt comfortable enough to sniff underneath the door, which the cats on the other side would be doing. And so this can take days, depending on the cats. If anybody hissed or spit or their hair went up on their back, you'd still be waiting until there was none of that reaction. And then you'd put up a baby gate that nobody could get over. And then the cats could look and even sniff each other through it. But before that, you'd do a scent exchange. So you'd rub a towel or a a tube sock all over the new cat and put it in a place where the other cats could smell it. And then you would rub one on each of the other cats and put that in the new kitty's space so she yeah. could get used to their scent. Scent's really a big deal to cats. So as you can see, yeah. that's a yeah. lot of things that you could have, should have, might have done. And you yeah. could maybe, again, I'm going to see if Dr. Michael next week thinks you should go back yeah. and do that. However, you yeah. didn't. So you did yeah. that, and then you opened the cage, and yeah. you have a couple of things going on in the house that sound good but maybe have backfired. One is... You say you have a litter box in almost every room. So the cat chat rule is a litter box for every cat plus one for the house. Well, that's five. That's six. That's an awful lot. But if you do have that many, are they in different, are they in spaces where the cats can can use them without feeling threatened by other cats? They're out in the open so that, um, but I mean, I don't know if it's, you know, you call them being threatened by the other cats. Um, I mean, they're not in like, you know, under furniture or in right. the corner or anything. Well, um, that's they're in good. The corner. Yeah, they're in the corner. But, um, and, you know, I try to clean them out every morning. And I thought maybe that was part of the problem that they wasn't being cleaned. Um, you know, because I try to clean it out every morning, you know, to make sure that's not the problem. But, right. Um, well, I mean, that's yeah. that that you certainly need to do. But the other thing yeah. is that when a cat's using a litter box, the yeah. cat needs to feel safe from in any yeah. way being attacked. Now, yeah. attacked could even be another cat 
approaching the litter box. So again, that this cat needed to get some confidence and comfort and know which litter box was hers and what area was hers. Yeah. So that she didn't, it's like, oh my God, if she, and she, if she used somebody else's litter box, a litter box that Cat 2 used yeah. a lot, then Cat yeah. 2 could take offense at that and yeah. threaten the cat, doesn't have to jump on its back and bite it, okay? Threaten can yeah. just be a dirty look. So yeah. that's one of the problems. You have the, the litter boxes everywhere, but they're everybody's litter boxes. And along comes the new cat who goes, where's mine? Because these belong yeah. to other people and I'm scared. Yeah. So you said yeah. she does pee in the litter box. So yeah, that's she good. she does pee. Yeah. Thank goodness. Okay. So yeah. that's good. But unfortunately, she's pooing on your kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> so that's beyond gross, except for yeah. why does she do it there? She yeah. does it there, as best as we can guess, because it's the yeah. place she feels least threatened. She's yeah. up high. And she yeah. could see danger coming if it came, danger being yeah. another cat. So it's very unusual for a litter box to be elevated. We don't usually elevate our litter boxes. We elevate beds. We elevate, uh, you know, play spaces. Not usually a litter box. But it would seem as though since defecating takes theoretically more time than peeing, that the thing that could take her more time that she's therefore more anxious about, that's the safe place she's found. Well, I'm going to say I'm glad it's not your bed because that could have been another (laughs) high place, right? Now, your son says you should take her back to the rescue. Now, we we all have heard these stories, right? People say, well, why are you putting up with it? Give the cat back to the rescue. But we're talking two years in. We're not talking two weeks. Uh, Did he say that to you early on or only recently? Have other people said that? I think we want to get that out in the open, you know, the idea. Yeah, he says it all the time. And I said that would be the – I said, well, first of all, I'm emotionally invested in this cat. And secondly, that would be the worst thing I could do to this cat. So, I mean, that's not even an option. Right. Now, you said you've tried, you call it retraining her with a litter box, isolating in one room with a litter box for seven days, which worked for one day. Now, what's interesting about that is that this cat did need to have her own space. By yeah. adding a fifth cat, you're asking a lot of all the cats. It's, it's yeah. you know, there are people who would say that's too many cats. We're not, I'm not yeah. going to say that to you. You're a devoted yeah. cat lover. It's probably yeah. you shouldn't have brought in a fifth cat. It was too much. Yeah. It's sort of like they say the last straw. Often the yeah. last one in, I've always mm. said, if you had called or written me and you'd had the kitty for two weeks, yeah. I would have said, sweetie, Last one in, first one out. If you had harmony in that household with four cats, you made a mistake in the largeness of your heart to want to give another cat a home. You you did it for your reasons. But for the other cats, it was too much. Now, obviously for poor Allie, it's way too much because she's not even comfortable going to the bathroom. But you said you have a, a cat that likes to start fights. Now, that's a funny way of putting it. Likes yeah. to start fights. I doubt that the yeah. cat likes to start fights. I'm guessing yeah. the cat is aggressive, if that's what you mean by yeah. starting a fight. Yeah. Because yeah. it's territorial. The cat feels threatened in some way. The fighting cat, the one who seems to be the initiator, yeah. may yeah. be feeling threatened him or herself. So yeah. you, cats don't just wake up in the morning and go, you know, I'd really like to get into it with the other ones. Who shall I pick yeah. a fight with today? They don't do yeah. that. They're trying yeah. to just get a little peace and quiet and they're inside their own head and inside their own home. So if one of them is starting a fight, you if if starting a fight is what you mean is like 
attacking yeah. or hissing at or spitting at or chasing yeah. away another cat. Yeah. You yeah. already had a, a problem where the where the scales were tipping. You already yeah. had four. Again, a lot of cats. Now, yeah. I've heard of people that have an old house that has six bedrooms. Okay, well, then some of the cats have to have their own room. But it yeah. isn't just their own room, Diane, and that's the thing we have to think about. You yeah. didn't need to retrain her to a litter box, Allie. You needed to yeah. give her the the peace and the quiet and the feeling of safety to use yeah. a litter box. But she can't be in the room alone. Yeah. She needs to yeah. be visited. She needs yeah. to have interaction. She needs to feel not isolated and scared. Is yeah. there one other cat that you think she gets along with, or is it hard to tell? Yeah, she, there's a, I have like a Maine Coon mix named Peaches, and she's a rescue, and those two are best buds. All right. My suggestion yeah. would be just right off the bat. Yeah. You got, if you have the room in your house, if, if you have a room enough to have five litter boxes in different rooms in your house, then you already have yeah. an, enough rooms. Pick yeah. a room, any room. Yeah. And that becomes Peaches and Allie's room from here on out. They okay. need to have two litter boxes in there, but not next to each other. And they need to have their own eating area. Okay. I think one of the things that Allie didn't get was a sense that, you know, the, the new kid, the new foster kid in the home, here's your yeah. bed, here's your cubby, and here's yeah. your plate and your sippy cup. Okay. Yeah. So those are yeah. yours. And it gives you a feeling that you have your own stuff in your own space. So yeah. in the new room, and I wouldn't, I would try to use a litter box, you know, she's peed in because the other litter boxes may have a really bad uh, scent to her, a bad karma. Maybe she has been attacked or threatened in them. Try and pick the one, you know, she's peed in, or you've seen her pee in. So put that yeah. one in the room and then put whichever one you want for peaches and give them yeah. each their own food and water bowls. So okay. they each, you know, not right next to the litter box because that's not pleasant. No one wants to eat in their toilet, um, but separated. So again, Allie has a sense of autonomy and yeah. at least one cat tree type thing, something vertical they can go up. And if you can't afford or don't have or don't have the room for a, a, a cat tree in there, although sometimes people are clever maybe your son who wants the cat to be given back given the job of making you a cat tree say son go on the internet figure out how to make a cat tree because you can do that you can make yeah, them I've seen that. Yeah. okay good so your son is going to be made the good guy he's going to make yeah. Allie her own her own cat tree yeah. I think that they're going to need to be in that room by themselves and and that's where they're going to live now don't forget you got to visit them you got to get some fishing yeah. pole toys you got to play with them once or twice a day it doesn't yeah. have to be a three-ring circus, but yeah. they're not in the naughty chair. They're in their special little ivory tower. They've been given oh, okay. their own place. The other thing you mentioned, which I'm concerned about, is that you have Thunderies, which was never a pheromone product, okay? Oh, so Thundershirt okay. was developed for dogs, and it was originally just a jacket. And they yeah. had taken the idea of the anxiety wrap, and I used to have the women who are, uh, who were the creators of the Anxiety Rep, two wonderful gals with day jobs. It was just their, their side thing, the idea of a compression garment for a, a dog. And dogs and cats and compression work very differently. So yeah. along came the Thunder shirt, a lot of venture capital money behind it. It was really a jacket for dogs. It was a jacket, and it kind of mimicked the idea of compression, meaning a hug or a squeeze, that for some dogs, not all, gave them a sense of security or relaxation or calming. I've 
never heard about swaddling a cat. So at some point, the Thunder Shirt people got into the pheromone business, which is a diffuser that puts these synthetic versions of, call them hormones, that dogs yeah. have. For dogs, it's usually the, the odor of the, when their mother was lactating and giving them milk. With cats, it's usually cheek pheromones. I don't know that that product is yeah. really cat-centric or was originally. Yeah. It was the, the dog company may have turned into a cat company. I don't know them. Yeah. I'm not going to ever say anything negative. But yeah. I do know that, that pheromone diffusers in general can overwhelm yeah. some cats and, and not necessarily make them calm and tranquil. So oh, okay. the, 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 you know, the, the, the companies that we know about are Comfort Zone and Feel Away for cats. Those yeah. are the ones designed for cats. I don't really yeah. know about the Thunderese diffusers, but okay. I would certainly, for the moment, take them out. Because okay. they clearly didn't help, and they're expensive, and maybe, yeah. maybe they, they, you know, freaked the, one of the cats out. We'll never know which one because it's a hormone, yeah. after all. You yeah. also said that your vet, who you've gone to the vet many times, you're very a very responsible owner, and yeah. um, there were some traces of blood apparently in the feces, which yeah. wouldn't still explain why the cat had to go on the kitchen table, but yeah. you you got medication for that. But you've got yeah. the cat on Amy Triptyline once a day yep. now what is yep. the intention of that as a tranquilizer it's supposed to help with their anxiety that's what the vet thought this was someone with anxiety all right so i guess one of the problems we have with medical veterinarians just like with medical human yep. doctors yes. they're not shrinks okay yep. they don't necessarily know or think about or focus on behavior so what we want to look at here isn't is ally anxious let's make her less anxious do you remember back in the day you sound like you're my age, like a like a mature woman. Remember back in the day <laughs> yeah. when they used to say to women who had nine million serious problems, "Ah, just take a Valium." Remember there were the yeah. Rolling Stone songs and other songs yeah. that said, "You know, mother's little helper, take a Valium." Yeah. No, what you yeah. really need to do is not have the husband who beats you, or yeah. you know, the 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 kid who's you know acting out in school. So that's sort of yeah. the if you tranquilize a cat who's in an environment that's very stressful to them. Yeah. You don't give the cat something to reduce their stress. You change the environment. So yeah. not to speak ill of your vet, but the cat didn't yeah. need a tranquilizer. The cat needed a break from four other cats, at least one or two of which yeah. were making her life miserable. So yeah. that's something we always want to think about with cats is yeah. not how to fix the cat, but how to fix what we're offering the cat as a place to live. Are we yeah. giving them an environment which is safe and amusing and cat-friendly, you know? Or, yeah. or have we kind of put them in a situation, okay, so you have four other cats. There are people who might have two dogs and three children and yeah. a lot of activity in the house. It's not going to help to tranquilize that cat. That yeah. cat, that cat, if it's depending on the cat's personality, needs that cat in that house needs its own room. Or it needs yeah. to go and be, you know, rehomed with someone who lives quietly alone with, you know, uh, some Mozart playing in the background. They're all yeah. individuals, right? So for some cats, maybe your Maine Coon uh, mix, it's like, cool, this is great. Yeah. I'm in the middle of, you know, of, uh, of a subway platform and I love it. But probably for <laughs> Allie, it's like, this yeah. is so overwhelming. I, and yeah. I have to poo, where shall I go? Well, at least on the kitchen yeah. table, nobody's going to give me a dirty look or jump on me or what have yeah. you. So. You're very funny in your email. You said, seriously, I'm thinking of selling the table and chairs and buying a new set. 
Well, yeah. if you can get the smell off and the, 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 the visual off in your own mind of having walked yeah. in the kitchen and going, oh, no, not another cat poo, yeah. uh, a new table and chairs is not the solution. Maybe a very yeah. nice tablecloth once you remove the kitchen as an option for her to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I think what you really need is think of it as a kitty, kitty haven or a kitty heaven. You know, a room yeah. with peaches where Allie can just take a deep breath and yeah. be herself and yeah. find out who herself is. You know, two yeah. years is a long time to be yeah. anxious and scared. Yeah. So what have other people said to you? You probably, before you reached out to me, you probably had friends that were cat lovers. You, you certainly asked the vet. You went to the vet. You went through all that expense and stress for you and for the cat. You yeah. bought medication. You're an incredibly devoted owner, and I completely admire you for that. What have other people said to you? I'm just curious because everyone's got an opinion, right? What have people said yeah. to you? Oh, someone said I should put um, aluminum foil on the table and put um, cotton balls soaked in lemon juice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, another one said I should get a cat. Uh, there was a cat psychic, and I'm like, no. Oh, my you goodness. Um that's yeah, actually, that's both of those are really interesting. One, it would be aversion therapy, right? To make the yeah. cat uh, uncomfortable on the table, scared of the table. And a cat psychic, yeah. Uh, yeah. you don't need to be a psychic to say, Allie's unhappy with the current yeah. situation. We yeah. need to give her a better option. And you're unhappy with it, obviously, yeah. when you have yeah. your morning coffee. So what did other people say? Um, oh, they're just uh, the pheromones and... Um... Oh, gosh, I forget. That was pretty much it. But the only thing is with this, this uh, aluminum foil and the uh, cotton balls with lemon, that she liked the lemon, and she was like knocking the cotton balls all through my house. <laughs> Good <laughs> you know, girl. Like, oh, Allie's yeah. a smart kitty. She said, great, yeah. a toy. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Finally, you someone know? understands I'd love to play a game. Yeah. Well, you know, you uh, could have crumpled up the, the aluminum foil and made it, that into a nice ball. That makes an excellent cat toy yeah, however remember not to ever use dirty aluminum foil folks meaning yeah. it's had food on it because then the cat tries to chew to get to the the grease or the food and then they yeah. wind up with uh, aluminum foil on their stomach diane yeah. i'm very interested to see if you can begin to make this transition to the new yeah. room and the new lifestyle and meanwhile yeah. dr michael and i are going to discuss this next week so okay. i will you will hear that yeah. conversation and between the two of us we are going to make you and Allie a very happy family and make the cat who starts fights it may be that if the cat who starts fights only has two brothers or sisters instead of yeah. four other ones yeah. maybe that that part of the, the cat family will be chill also because oh, they're okay. not going to be competing for resources they're going to have their own vertical spaces the other thing is, while you have your son making that cat tree, have him make two, okay? Have him make two. And okay. really, there are easy plans online, and it doesn't cost a bunch of money. I mean, you could go buy one, but I think it's better to engage him in being part yeah. of the solution because I understand his frustration on your behalf. It's yeah. a logical thing. It's like, this cat's got to go. No, you just yeah. have to rearrange the furniture of the house, so to speak. Yeah. So make yeah. sure everyone's got some nice vertical space. And, and that and that when they eat, maybe they could have a shared water bowl, but when you put down their, their canned food each day, put it yeah. in the same place but but far from each other. 
Okay, so yeah. that they don't ever feel that they have to compete to eat because that's a pretty big part of a cat's life. Yeah. Diane, I really appreciate you you reaching out to me and coming here and having the courage to say, okay, I'll discuss it with you. This is weird for me. I've never been on the radio. <laughs> but I'm really glad you did, and I really hope that people listening realize that however bad your problem, I mean, there were people who called in, the cat was peeing inside the husband's shoe every single oh, no. <laughs> day. So there yeah. are horrible things that happen, and people still stick with their cats. You don't yeah. have to suffer in silence. Write to okay, me at well, Radio Pet Lady at Gmail, like Diane did, and I welcome any other questions and problems. I love to be part of the solution. Diane, good luck with Allie. I, I know you'll stay in touch with me and tell me how it goes. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and appreciation of cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, which created their own clean protein cat foods, inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey to better satisfy a cat's appetite with ingredients naturally intended for her body. 90% of the protein in clean protein is animal-based, not plant-based as in many cat foods, which can compromise cat's health. Clean protein is the first dry cat food I can personally recommend as a healthy choice, although I always hope that wet food will be your cat's primary diet. Thanks again for being here.